this time I want to talk about heart attack. And so um, I uh, I am single, and uh, I have tried to find a man, and uh, I have been to dating sites, but. Since uh, I started to get uh, visitors from heaven, uh, I'm not so much into more anymore to uh, to be uh, looking for a, a man in my life. Uh, I feel like I have uh, people around me, even if uh, I don't see them the whole time but uh, I'm I feel not alone anymore the only thing that uh, about a man is that uh, as I don't have a family or friends uh, there is no one that looking after me here on earth um, I I of course, I have had uh, from heaven that are looking after me. But it should be nice to have someone that care for me here, living here on earth. And uh, not to, to to live together the whole time. I, I can't do that. I don't want that uh, because I, I want to be free. But to have a, a man that have his own apartment, uh, his own home, and I have my own home, and we meet when we feel that like we want to to meet, and um, and then we call each other every day so check up on each other so if something happened to him I I can uh, drive to him or or calling the police or ambulance or whatever it needs and the same for him uh, it's only this kind of things I don't need a man in other way but if I had a, a family or friends, then I didn't need a man in my life. But I don't have a, any friends and, and no one that care for me. So that's why I have looking for a man. And uh, I, I, I find a man on a dating site, a Swedish dating site, and he do, he lived very close to me, and uh, and we and uh, the reason why I find him, it was me that find him. It was because it was a picture that he. It says that he was 49 years old and he was too young for me uh, as I am 68. But I was so curious, why do he look so old? Uh, 
So I, I go into his profile to look at, at more, if he had more picture of him. So I, I check out and, and the picture he had on his profile, uh, when I look, look uh, closer to it, uh, he looked like he was 49. So that it was only my eyes that look at him like he was old. And um, and I know after I have talking to him, and uh, I was have fun with him talking a little, and he be interested. And uh, one day I we I say we meet in the in the camera chat, and we did, and uh, and he. But he did don't believe in God, and he was. Uh, and when I talked to him, he was a Nazist person and a Nazist Hitler person, and so it was not good. And um, but he told me that he had been in. He had. Three heart attacks already at forty nine. He told me, and he was had uh, hard with his back. He told me, and I say to him that that's uh, maybe meaning that we meet each other because I'm a healer. I can heal you. I can heal you, your heart. I told him. But uh, now I see that uh, it was for two days ago. I and and I want wanted to wish him happy Christmas today, but then I saw that he had uh, blocked me. So he maybe was thinking I was crazy when I say that I could heal him. And, uh, but uh, I believe that it was God that uh, make me look at his picture like he, he looked very old and I went into his profile. It was because God was sending me to heal this man, but he didn't understood. And that happened many times for me. That people don't understand that that I have that healing power. I w- I'm thinking that um, my my cousin she died, and uh, she was on on Facebook, and she read many times that that I talk about that I have healing, been healed. Some people and uh, and she uh, going ill uh, and uh, I think I don't remember what it was. Maybe it was cancer, and uh, her husband was going ill also. And uh, I felt like I felt like she was 
a cousin, my first cousin she was, but we never talked to each other. She never wanted to talk. I wrote to her, but she never answered me. And uh, it was so very sad because her, she and her husband died in the same day. And uh, when they were at the hospital, they were in different places at the hospital. Then uh, when she, when they died, the nurses took the uh, took her into her husband's room, and they were laying side by side, holding each other hands when they died. And it was terrible uh, to to read about it. I re- read it from the other cousins what have happened and um, I have seen picture that they have small grandkids they were uh, enough young it was they were not old they they were just got uh, grandkids and the the grandmother and grandfather died and uh, I have a, a grief for over one year because she never asked me to come and and try to heal them, and I I am I think I wondering why people don't take that chance. What is it for a risk if you have cancer? And you know you're going to die in uh, a half year. What uh, damage can it be if if a person is coming to them and lay a hand on them? What worse can it be that they die instantly? It doesn't matter. They are going to die anyway. And... Um, so I don't understand why why they do this uh, do things when they know a person have that healing energy and I have it really have it and uh, and uh, this man that I talk to he come to make me remember my husband my husband from Texas, he, he had um, been cheating on me and he had been, had uh, sex with his, his boss, manager's uh, wife. And, and uh, they were church people. They, they, he was pastor and, and she was a pastor wife. And and my husband was in, in the, in the bathroom, with her and had sex and people come in, and saw them, and uh, so he was fired, and I was in Sweden in that time, to visit, uh, be with my daughter that wanted to go. 
to her father's house uh, over the summer. So I uh, I joined her and we traveled there. And then I got the call and my husband said that he had he had been cheating on me and he was fired of his manager. And but I even if I didn't believe in God, I believe in a second chance. So I gave him a second chance. I could have stayed in in Sweden and not going back to Texas when when he called and told me this, but I did, and uh, and he could he had no job, so we have to pack. Uh, we have to move to Sweden because we we didn't want to be out on the street in in the United States, so. He come with me to Sweden, and I have to go back to Sweden with him. And I thought he should change. It's so stupid we women are. We we are thinking that they are going to change, that we can make them change their way. And um, I have just married him. And, um, and uh, yeah, he was, he had come to Sweden and uh, he was going to the bar every day like he was in Texas. But in uh, in Texas, the, the beer is not so strong as it is in Sweden. And he was drinking beer at the bar, but also he wanted to to taste uh, the Swedish schnapps, those uh, shots. So, and he teach them how they do in Texas, uh, this with, uh, you have a beer, big beer glass, and then you place a shot inside the beer and drink everything up. Uh, and that be very, very strong. And then he he got the friend that uh, uh, he was uh, doing homemade whiskey. And uh, he placed uh, homemade whiskey on our porch once a week. And, and my husband was drinking much more than in in the United States. And uh, he was gone though until uh, because the bar was open in the summer the bar was open until four o'clock in the morning and he come home between four and five o'clock in the morning very very drunk and um, and so one one summer and that summer. He, I was only with him one, eleven month, um, but that was summer, summer, and my daughter's father come and visit us, and they were friends, my husband and my daughter's father, and uh, I have, I was working, I was not at home, and 
and then uh, they come home and they have been down to the harbor and with them did they have two Russian men. They have Russian men and uh, they, they were attracted to my husband because he was from Texas. Uh, so they come in into our home and I have uh, done crowfish. We should uh, eat crowfish on Saturday and uh, I, I have done them and was uh, waiting f- till the evening f- for us to eat in our family because it it cost much money crawfish in Sweden and uh, so but they were drinking and then uh, in the ki- in our kitchen and then when they were very drunk they took out the crawfish and start to eat them and show the Russian men uh, the crawfish. And uh, I be very, very angry. And I went out for some hours walking around to calm down. And when I come back home, those two Russian men was gone. And uh, also my two cowboy hats from Texas that I had with me to Sweden. It was gone with a Russian man. And uh, and uh, my daughter's father, he was laying in the bathroom and puke in the toilet. And uh, it was all over the bathroom, puke. But my husband, he was laying at the, on the sofa and uh, and when I come in into the room to see what's going on, he wake up a little, but he he look at me only with his eyes and not saying anything, and uh, he was white. The whole body was white, and he was shaking, 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 and I wonder what. What's the problem with him? Uh, And uh, I uh, wake up uh, my daughter's father and he said that uh, he is is, uh, very, very sick. We have to call the ambulance. So we uh, we, uh, was going with the ambulance to the hospital to the emergency room and they took him in immediately because he was white and uh, shaking and uh, and they started to check out his heart and they say to me that uh, we can't do anything he's soon gone it's it's over for him so they let us stay in one room and uh, took away the the measure uh, measuring machines for the heart because it the heart is going to stop 
they told me that. And um, in the room, my husband wake up and shaking, shaking. But he could talk a little and he say to me, I see my father and mother coming. And they were dead. Um, and I say, well, they are coming and they hold their hands to me. He said to me this. And then he said to me, heal me, heal me, he said to me. And in that time, I didn't do any healing. I have done healing when I was young, but I had had forgot it. And he said, heal me, heal me. So the his parents must have told him that that I could heal. So I I took my my hand and slide, uh, took my hands on his chest and lay it there. And then uh, he fall to sleep. My husband, he calmed down. And he got the color back in his skin. And uh, then he started to, to snoring. <laughs> Very lovely snoring. And, and the doctor and nurse, they come running with the table with all this fibulous uh, uh, machine to kick kick the heart, uh, start the heart again. And they come running in and they be so surprised. They were standing in the door and look at my husband that was snoring very loudly. And they say, and they say he's okay now. They were very surprised. And the uh, and then uh, they check him out and then we we get the taxi to go home again and uh, when we come with the taxi uh, there was uh, our neighbors was standing outside the house and talking and they look at us and they say that it m- it can't have been a heart attack. It can't be a heart attack, they say to me. Because he should not come back in in less than one hour. You are back from the hospital, they say. They can't be a heart attack. So they didn't know. And... Um, they didn't know that I was a healer. So that's why it goes so fast. And uh, But my husband, were, were, he was never thankful for, for what I have done to him. And, uh, and then uh, it showed up that, uh, uh, that he... I I did uh, help him with the surgery also for 
he have uh, only one leg and the hospital they talked to me and they say that they could help him to get one more leg the second leg they could do the surgery for him and uh, they did so he could walk it he could dance he was even bicycle with both legs and then uh, the last he was uh, a security guard at um, at the park um, amusement park in uh, Sorota in Florida he he left Sweden later on when I left him he left Sweden also or he didn't left he was kicked out from Sweden uh, because he was so bad and um, and then he uh, in the surgery they told me that he had HIV and I didn't know that I really got a shock and then you know how it is that uh, then the devil is on on me he was the devil was on me when I started to when I got the shock then the devil really was hit on me and and hit so much on me so I I decided me for to do a suicide uh, because I have failed everything I was in Texas and my daughter was with me to Texas and she was uh, so very good in school and she was the teacher's favorite student and she got a reward for for all kind of subjects they had in the school and everything was going right and my daughter said that when she was in Texas she said that she wanted to be the first female foreigner president in the United States and I say that in that time no one could be that that was from another country but it isn't like that today but in that time I told her and then she she said that she wanted to be the represent for Sweden in United Nations instead so she had those ambition when she, when we live in Texas, but my husband took away everything from us, and I was so happy that my daughter should start her life in in United States and and have this success in in United States. As she was so good in the school and um, and everything was gone and then my and then I got to know that my my husband had HIV and I maybe was infected of the HIV because I have been with him my husband and I was thinking that I maybe kill my daughter also 
because he he have taken care of my daughter when when she will have been bleeding and in that time in 1998 uh, we thought that uh, only a kiss could kill you in, uh, in HIV AIDS uh, so everything was so very bad in that time so I'm I was thinking I I am going to do a suicide and I was ready to do that my husband was in Texas and we were in Sweden my daughter and I and I was waiting for my daughter to go to sleep and then I should do a suicide but uh, uh, she felt uh, and I felt that was something moving around in our home, in the wind, in the air. And um, uh, we tried to talk to these spirits that was in our home. And, and it happened that Jesus Christ suddenly was standing in our home. And uh, he was talking to me. It was Jesus Christ. This, uh, that is the one that have white uh, hair and white beard, and he's uh, like brass in his skin. And that's Jesus Christ. It's not like, like uh, the picture of Jesus that is in his thirty. No, Jesus Christ is white hair and white beard. And uh, he was standing there with his sandals in our room. And he was talking to me about my, my childhood. And then when he had talking to me, uh, then it come a, a bright voice and that. And that was God. And I didn't see God. I only heard God. As I repeat it. I heard God. But I never saw a body. There were no body. It was only his word. God's word was talking to me. And... Uh, it changed everything and I I left everything in Sweden and come to United States and that's what I'm talking about and um, and then I uh, and then uh, in uh, 2000 2018 uh, I he had a daughter, my husband. Uh, I have a stepdaughter, and uh, I sometimes I go into her Facebook profile and read and look at her picture, what she's doing today, and um, uh, in two thousand eighteen. Her father died. My husband, my ex-husband died. He got AIDS. And he uh, died of AIDS. And uh, when I come back to Sweden in 2004, 
I go to the doctor and I was very scared, but and and I test me, and they were very angry at me at the hospital, thinking that I was like a whore, and and they test me, and when I come back for to get the result, the nurse was the nurse that was very angry at me, she was happy and. And she hold her arms around me on the shoulder, and she said that I did all the tests on in on your body. I do all the tests that it could be on something, and uh, nothing is there. You are you are free from everything or that could happen with the body with sexual in intercourse she say so that's um it's uh, what it is i know it now i i know it now that god and and his uh, heavenly host angels they cover me and they help me so that's what I'm talking about now, and um, it's a uh, someone is coming and want to talk, and now it's it's uh, could be it's time left for this to come. I wonder what topic now I have talking about. That pulled someone in, in here. Someone is here. S something I must have to say in, in this recording that make them come. And uh, it is a woman. It is a woman. And. Uh, Yeah, uh, and she uh, showing me a, a finger with a ring on, uh, and she say I was married also. That's what attract her. The marriage. Uh, I was married also, and my my husband cheat on me. But that's all is gone in heaven. It's a. Um, it's a, she say confirming in heaven about marriage. It's um, We don't marry in, in heaven. We don't need to be angry at our our ex in heaven. We don't need that because we we are not going to to marry in heaven, and ev everyone is our brother and sisters. We have not 
this family form that you have on earth it doesn't exist marriage it exists a brother and sisters because what is done on earth that is also done in heaven there is no no children be born in heaven it's a it's a firm firm event that the, what's going on on earth it's a, about giving birth to children that's an earthly thing and not uh, oh, not going on in, in heaven she said to me how is it this that they make me sleepy uh, that means that I go into deeper in the spirit and I start to be sleepy and I think it's more than she is here now that's why I feel sleepy because it's coming a man also that uh, is going very fast here and he'd he tell her to go away because he want to talk. I take charge, he say to her. I take charge of this. I don't know what this is. What do he want to say to me? He said that no one is slave in heaven there is no slaves in heaven I know you have been worried about that you are not going going with your husband to heaven because you have your husband is in hell and there is no not where you are going and you are not going to be married in in heaven you tell me it's not like that f- for us we don't need to pick up a, a husband or a wife in from heaven into uh, from we are not going to pick any wife or husband from hell into heaven that is cut off you that marriage is cut off and we we know you your struggle with that person and we don't judge you about it because we know the devil have placed 
this person into your life and uh, and uh, that cut off that he was going or she is going to hell that make it be cut off and uh, what's going on into hell that you know about that uh, that we have a, a room in hell that where Jesus is sitting he have his own throne in hell Jesus and he can pull out those people in hell that was close to come to God but uh, don't really made it and uh, Jesus take them into the his throne room and uh, they are going to be there to be protected by Jesus until, until the day when they can go up to heaven. That's what the Bible is talking about. They are not laying in their grave. The grave, what the Bible is talking about, the grave is hell. That's where they are. There is a two places in hell. It's one that is really the hell that we have shown you. And then is inside the hell is Jesus room. He have a room and we have shown you that also that he sit there and he bring in those people that was so very close to come to God. But your husband, he was never there. He he never come close to be with Jesus. And so he is really cut off. And those people that that you can come and and uh, take back to to take to heaven for to to be together with with he or she they are in Jesus throne room and uh, and that that's the only people that can be safe in in hell and be repent repent and uh, and do the last things they have to do and that is the inside their heart that they total give up on the earthly things they had in their life that make them not come to heaven immediately and that that they have to wait in the grave in hell they have to wait there for a little while until uh, everything is is done so 
there is this time. This time, it's have to be a time of silence in heaven. And then they can come into heaven and be with us and uh, live forever with us as a brother and a sister. So that now I'm very deep inside the spirit. I'm very deep in, inside the spirit. So it's hard for me to go out from the spirit and uh, the, there is a there will come I knew it should come a time when when I have hard to come back to earth that now I am in in heaven too deep so I don't know how to come back to earth but uh, I, I remind, I am reminded now because God is coming here, and help me, and He remind me what it was in the church. When I, uh, was like glue in my, under my feet, and I couldn't walk, from the altar. And, and the key to, come back to earth now. Because I am, I'm, I am, I'm a glue like in heaven now. I can't move at all. And uh, the key for to me to could move, I'm uh, really paralyzed now. Is to say, God is over me now. And remind me to tell me, and what he said in the church when, when I couldn't move, he say, "Tell me how much you love me." That's the key to come back to earth for me. I love you, God. I love you, God. I love you, God. You means everything for me. Uh, you mean the breath to wake up every morning now with, he let me go now I'm free from now I'm I'm start to come back to us so that's the key to to not go really go before your time is when you are between heaven and earth, that's how to go back to earth is to tell tell God how much you love Him. And uh, as you see that it was not much I needed to to tell Him for Him to let me go back to earth. That uh, only tell him now I can open my eyes also, so now I'm back, really back. Oh, thank you, God, to come and tell me and remind me 
to say how much I love you because I love you very, very much and I don't use this love for you, God, to to come back to earth. It's, it's, re it's not a lie, it's a real true that I love you, God. You means everything for me. You are coming first, in the first place. You are my first love. There is no one that coming close to you, God. It's, I, have, I have lost my kids. I have lost my grandkids. I have lost my friends. I have lost my relatives. And it doesn't matter as long as I have you, God. You are forever my first love. Forever, 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 God. You are my first love. No one is coming before you. Not, even, not my kids, not my grandkids. No friends, of course, and not relatives, of course. No one is coming before you. You are, you are my first love forever. So thank you. So that um, it was special, a special. It's almost every time special, but uh, I, it come. I felt like uh, in the morning when I wake up that it will come a day when when I am going to deep into heaven so I have hard to come back and maybe never come back again and uh, and I was thinking that I, I need to have some people with me so they can pull me out from this situation I was in now just now that uh, I was I was I, it was like I was glue into heaven and I couldn't come back. But uh, God in his mercy, he, he come and told me and remind me what to do when I going into this, that I can't come back. And uh, it's uh, exactly the same. It's, it's like... Uh, uh, like when I was in uh, this hypnosis for two or three years ago, uh, and I was last time I was to this hypnosis, I was in heaven, and then I didn't want to go back to earth, and uh, he that hypnotized me, he was calling my name many many times. And I heard he was, when I started to hear him, I didn't hear him first. But then uh, I started to come back. And then I heard his voice. And uh, I heard that he had called for me many times. And he was scared. His voice was scared that... He sure not could wake me up again. That's why it was my last time. 
and I have written to him uh, and told him why I am not coming back to do this uh, hypnosis because because uh, I wanted to stay in heaven. It was so beautiful. So I didn't want to go back to earth. I was standing in amazed what I saw in heaven. So that's what happened. But so I'm a little scared now <coughs> because of what happened now. That next time I, I maybe can't pull me back to earth. Um, this man that come forward, he really took me into heaven. I was very deep in, in the spirit world and not here on earth. So I don't know. Next time when I'm recording, and I was wondering if I should... should uh, for the tablet I hold in my hand when I'm recording, uh, I, I was thinking, is it going to fall from uh, fall from me and to the floor that you hear it crash on the floor when it happened? But but I it was. My whole body was like paralyzed. So the grip of the tablet was also holding it like glue in my hand. So it never fall away. Even if my body was away and I was in the spirit uh, in heaven, I never drop the tablet because the the body was like freezing so you know it, it didn't drop because I hold it and I hold, still hold it even if my my spirit did go out from my body and left it and go to heaven I was still Holding the tablet in my hand. So that's good Good to know if it happened again. So thank you for, for listening. And I hope you, you, be, you learn from this. That's the meaning. Why should I... Should I recording hours... After hours, and I pay much money for this to do these things for you. It's for you, it's not for me. So, that my goal and target is that you are going to learn from this to understand what's, what's going on in what matter in our life. It's not the earthly things. Is is that you can you can tell that it's more like heaven talking to us. That uh, 
they could uh, talk about earthly things, but they don't want to talk earthly things. They want to teach us about heaven. They don't want to. The only thing, earthly thing they are doing is that they coming with warning. That's what they do, the warning to earth. But the rest of what they are talking about is about heaven. For you to understand because uh, heaven will come down to earth. And uh, you will, when the earth is coming down, when the world, when heaven is coming down to earth, you will see it and you will know it because you have learned it. And other people that does, doesn't belong to, to heaven, they will not see the sign. They don't want to, they don't see these things that you are going to see. When you see heaven is coming down, you are like a watchman. You see it first because you you have been taught. You have learned from from listening at this podcast. So that's my goal for you to. Join me on in heaven on earth, the paradise on earth. So thank you. Thank you for listening. And God bless you. I don't want to say Merry Christmas because maybe you are listening at this in the summer or in the fall. Like that. What's he talking about? But uh, this is recording. Uh, December 24. 2020. It's a Christmas Eve. Today. But it's not, maybe not for you. It's maybe summer. Thank you. God bless you.